Welcome back to another. They'll stab you in the eyes while they eat from a jar full of pickled olives. If the glove fits, it's giallo. Oh, it's a hand job at the movies kind of episode of that strange show. Black Friday's over, bitches. That's right. I hope you all had time to catch our last episode. If you haven't yet, go subscribe on your favorite apps. We drop bangers all day. Let's not forget, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. GetDeadly.com, fuckers. That's right. That's right, fuckers. Let, let's let's live. I don't know why I wrote that in there. I think that's a typo from, like, a couple of weeks ago. I put, let's live. Like, uh, that, banana, banana, banana. I think I was listening to that song. Why? Banana, banana, Because it was on the, the James Bond soundtrack. You know, James Bond? I think we're thinking of two completely different songs. Probably. <laughs> uh, which, which one are you thinking of? Are you thinking of a... Something like, from, like, the fucking, like, early 80s? <laughs> yeah, when you were young and your heart was an open book. You know that one? I remember Bernard? that ever being Bernard. in a James Bond movie. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You talking about Live and Let Die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember that? In a James... That's the name of a James Bond movie. Is that what it is? That's probably what it is. No, it's Any... not. I don't know. I'm making that up. It might be. There's a lot of Listen, James Bond slapped. It was at one point where GNR slapped. But now you... he looks like Carrot Face. Carrot Face. <laughs> Carrot Top. Um, you know, I was I was uh, this year, years old. Oh, when I re- when I learned that it's never supposed to have been the same James Bond this whole time, I'm like, this guy's like the Simpson. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? And then no, and then they announced they were gonna do uh they were gonna do uh a black James Bond. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone was like, was like hell... I'm like, how the hell is that gonna work? So you were like, I don't want it. That's not supposed and then I to be. It up and it's like James Bond yeah. 007 is a is a, is a code. Yeah, it's a code name. It's a it's a yeah, fucking. Yeah, but it's you're... never supposed to have been the same guy the no. whole time. It's the epitome of like you're just a number at your job. <laughs> That's what. But like he's supposed to be like the bet like it's the job of the best spy in the world now, or now, something. Okay, listen. Now I've I've had this Or the top agent at yeah, his yeah. agency. Because I'm like, you know, if he's supposed to, he's number seven, so that means there's six before him. So it's like double O one like So like double so O one just comes in and just fucking scissor kicks everybody. He's just so in the good. fucking room. He's so good. <laughs> like, like he's so good that they don't like they don't like bothering him. No, like no, he's that good. Or like seven and up. We we're just we'll send seven. He's all over the room. Fuck your mom and then solve like save the world. He'll get beat up a little bit, get shot. Yeah. Uh He's all right. do a blow dart gun from here that takes out the <laughs> Bye. Uh, uh are you so do so do you do you you watch those in the in the past like like the the Sean Connery ones? What's his other name? Yes, actually, Timothy Timothy was Thunderball was my favorite. The one with the swimming pool with the sharks in it. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, and who's I was the other guy? always a fan of the name. Oc- uh, what, it, what is that? Octopussy? Oh, Octopussy. Yeah. There's like, I'm saying a bad word, mommy. It's the only time you got to say it. It's a James Bond movie, Bobby. Octopussy. Octopus. It's like, why Octopus. you put all that emphasis on the word pussy, bro? 
Pussy willow? Come on, that was another one. Yep. That is my favorite tree. It's a pussy willow. But uh, James Bond, 007, huh? Dr. No from Russia with love. There's so many. Goldfinger, bro? That's a good one. Goldfinger got ruined by gold member. Gold member. <laughs> Welcome to 1975, Austin Powers and Farsha. Excuse me while I change. The holler boogie has made me sweaty. Yeah, sweaty. All right, well, Live and Let Die is my favorite one. Uh, that's uh, with Roger Moore and uh, Yafet Kodo plays Mr. Big. No? no. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, on the uh, next episode of the James Bond Experience. Uh, we'll go. I only, dude, it's, nope, I only, only Connery. All right, I know, a lot, because uh, Connery was a great James Bond. He was the best James Bond. Okay, I was that was going to be my next question. So, but since you've only that watched... was when the movies didn't rely on just blowing shit up and like crazy fight scenes, no, he and came stunts, in, and shit. in in like speedos. Yeah, that Cause... was with like trying to fly through the air with like swimming flippers on yeah. your feet. It's like I like them stirred, not shaken, or whatever. Now they're just now they're just like stunt movies, like Mission no, Impossible. They are. they are whoever that that what's his name Daniel Craig, he's all of five foot two, but. The biggest explosions. Biggest I season. read that he absolutely despises what the pay- James Bond, but not the paychecks. But not the paychecks. No, he's contractually obligated. Still, they mm-hmm. all get signed for a period of time. Yeah, they don't. They don't state that up front that you're going to hate this. Well, know? he's also somebody who insists on doing his own stunts. Oh, he's another Tommy Cruise. He needs to calm down. He's kind of old. Yeah, even Jackie Chan stopped fucking doing it. No, he did. No, he did. Jackie Chan will always. He's still trying to. Do you know that he will always fuck himself up? Do you know that he was so mad? Like, uh, uh, I'm gonna butcher this story because that's how I that's how I live my life. But uh, it was to the effect of like, huh? Butchered. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but uh, that he was like. Like he was mad that he didn't get the recognition uh, for so long of like, because it was always just like, oh, karate movie, this karate. But he's like, there's so much more involved, like to my movies that is like, and I'm I'm an actor, like nobody ever took me serious for that, like, and he resented like Hollywood for a long time for that. That's nobody what... cared about him till Rumble in the Bronx. I know for a fact that. That was the first time I ever heard of him, and somebody put it on. I was like, I don't want to fucking watch this. Oh no, you watch. And then it started like getting going. I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Like it's the shit he thinks of because it's like this is gonna look really cool. Yeah. If we do this, and they're like, All right, so we're gonna get computers and stuff, and like, Oh no, I'm gonna slide down (laughs) that giant window yeah, yeah. from the top of that skyscraper to the ground with no wires yeah no just, fucking just anything make, just make sure that uh you catch me at the bottom though with this mattress <laughs> and then they don't he breaks his ankle yeah yeah there's uh there's one stunt he did for uh i believe it was drunken master where he was supposed to fall through like three canopies and yeah. like the last one there was all the guys that were under the canopy were like the bad guys but they were acting as like the people that were supposed to catch him and then he just falls right through their hands and breaks his back <laughs> and it's like I you remember, can see him I remember rumble in the bronx he fucking shattered his foot yeah 
Oh, and, and then they put the cast on, and he put, and instead of fucking like stopping the movie, he had that rubber sneaker. Yeah. And he pulled over and he walked around. I think he still water skied. Yeah, no, there was, there's, if you slow down some parts of the movie, he's kicking people in the head with that big foot. You can, and you can see if you pause it, you can tell which one's the rubber shoe. It's yeah. like weirdly large. Yeah, yeah. This is a big foot. He, I think he does do the water ski scene. Yeah. He's with like, fuck a it. Fucking cast on. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Full speed, too. Yeah. It's like, rip it, goddammit. Yeah, but nah, Jackie Chan's a fucking legend, bro. Fucking legend. But uh, yeah, so James Bond, Jackie Chan. Um, yeah. I know that you were talking about the other day uh, that you and Mandy were like, ooh, 90 Day Fiance is coming back and like all that shit. Do you still. I, Mandy you, was you, talking about. You, no, you said, bro, like this is. You went like this. This is cutting. Into my 90 day fiance time. Like, can we do so? Um, so I mean, keeping in line with that, and I, this might be a little clickbaity, but 90 day fiance star uh says, and I quote, I make fifty thousand dollars a week selling my farts in a jar. Uh, I don't know who this person is, you might. But um, she says that's the that's the fart of the deal. Whoever wrote that first opening line right here for uh, what is this entertainment? <laughs> the entertainment section of the New York Post. <laughs> uh, we got uh, what's this? I gotta give him a shout out, Ben Cost, because <laughs> uh, he says the, the, the <laughs> that's the fart of the deal. So it says a reality TV star is making waves on social media after letting it rip. That she makes more than $50,000 a week by selling her flatulence to strangers. So it says a video detailing her smelly side hustle. Oh, Jesus. Currently uh, hosts, uh, boasts a whopping 6.6 million views. She said, I thought farts were super niche, but also something fun, quirky, and different. Says Stephanie. Oh, yeah, I can already guess who it is. Who is it? (laughs) Let me see if you get it. Let me see if you get it. Is it Stephanie? Yes. Says uh, Stephanie Mato, uh, 31. She's a she's a grown woman, 31. Uh, it's not like my kid selling his farts at school or something. Yeah, her, is... her story was a bizarre one. Uh, so she says, uh, you know, 90 days. So she, she says uh, she has since started her own YouTube channel, written books, and even founded her own X-rated subscription site called Unfiltered. Uh, so I was working on my own, uh, working on my own adult-friendly platform. These past few months has made me very aware of the different types of niche and markets that are out there. Over the years, I've gotten a few messages from men and women wanting to buy my worn pr- bras, panties, hair, and bath water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so she says the influencer eventually turned to selling her jarred farts. On the platform because she thought it'd be a hilarious publicity move that would get a lot of people's attention. Little did she know that flatulence would turn to fortune. Oh my god. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. So the gassy gal, she explains that she made almost fifty K in one week from hawking her toots. Dude, shout out to this dude, man, whoever's writing this. 
Uh, she says her inbox is flooded daily with people wanting to purchase these jars and that people frequently request videos of the production process from caboose to container. Oh, my God. They should give this guy a Peabody Award. Oh, my God. So it says the natural gas manufacturer obliged in a recent clip, which depicts how Mato prepares to break wind by eating beans, a protein muffin, a yogurt, hard-boiled eggs, and sometimes a protein shake. That is got to be the most rancid fucking fart. Bro, it's got to make it to last. It's got to make it to you know, uh, it's got to have so a little weight to somebody it. Somebody that paid fifty thousand dollars to crack a jar and go. No, no, no! It's a bunch of jars because not one person paid fifty. Um, she made fifty k off of orders. Not one order. <laughs> orders. All right. Well, if anybody's interested, I could totally fart into a jar. I do them all day. Like I'll just fucking. I'll That's drop what one. I said. I've. I'm doing this shit for free, bro. You know what? I'm putting it out there now. If you give, if you go on, if you, we're gonna make a Patreon. Patreon. If you go on that and drop five dollars, I'll send you a Manila envelope with a fucking fart in it. <laughs> zippy bag, zippy bag, bro. We sell so, them by the. We sell them Ziploc bag with a balloon in it. <laughs> oh man. Farts. Oh my god. So it says. uh uh, the natural gas manufacturer obliged. So, yeah, so the protein shakes, she says, in a seemingly counterintuitive twist, the cheese cutter fills the mason jar with several flower petals, which is, she says, <laughs> absorbs the scent and makes it last longer. <laughs> Why the fuck are we even talking about this at this point? We've been talking about this for way too long. So, uh, she's, you know how much? A thousand dollars a jar. <laughs> All right, that's it. So, ninety day fiance. Uh, not only is she on like a show that's like, like trash TV because we we like trash TV. I just I've, I've been dude. I've been on this Selling Sunset. If you haven't watched Selling Sunset on Netflix, get on it. It's real estate and fucking catty girls fucking beating each other up trying to get the deals and then like the two realtor guys that own the company are like fucking sleazeballs it's like a harem of girls and they sell houses but they hate each other it's i love it i watched all the first season when i was supposed to be sleeping <laughs> so yeah so a thousand dollars a jar for that riot we're in the wrong business bro <laughs> we're in the wrong business I'm gonna fart in jars and slap bumper stickers on them. My man, we we sat over there and we drank. This is the Elm Street jar. <laughs> we drank, we drank nine two dollar margaritas and we fucking housed a house fucking nacho plate. <laughs> Got a nacho plate and we chased it with some <laughs> with some chicken and waffles. You know what I'm talking about? Artichoke dip, multi grain chips. You hear that rumble? That's crazy. Five dollars. Send me your own container, and I'll fart it for you. No questions asked. Yeah, you. We're not paying for shipping back, so if you don't, we'll do it on the show. Up, oh, I got this for this for blah blah blah. Yeah. Who lives here? <laughs> yeah, you. you know. <laughs> oh man, yo, legit, bro. Like, 
What is this world turning into, bro? The water's boiling. New visual aids. I know you're excited for this, as am I. Uh, we got a uh, new ominous poster for the uh, upcoming movie from uh, our boy here, uh, Eggers for The Northman. Yes. So uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a director of The Witch and The Lighthouse. Um, you know, would you lose your beans? Uh, so it says... Why'd you spill your beans? Eat right, your beans. I watched that movie like 50 times. Eat your beans. I haven't watched I fucking... it once. Dude, the fucking lighthouse is so good. I, I don't know why I've never watched it. I just, I've never watched it. Dude, the Northman is stacked. Hey, listen, iHorror.com. I found, uh, so you got here and then uh, it says Robert Eggers, who directed The Witch and The Lighthouse. Has his next feature in the pipeline. We've been talking about this for like a year now. Um, yep. But uh, and we're excited. Uh, so it says up next, the director is tackling a film with an enormous cast called The Northman. And then today on the Twitter account for The Northman, that's how it's spelled, Northman, uh, was activated, and we got a look at the poster. So uh, I'm just gonna give you the synopsis, which is one sentence. And this is, I think, the same sentence that they used a year ago to be when Eggers was like, yeah, I'm writing a movie. It's about a Viking prince seeking justice for the murder of his father. And we're like... That's it. <laughs> we're like, what? Ain't you ain't you the guy that like likes to like all the little fine details? Like, like even getting wood from like that era? Yeah. And like, you're making sure that the people are using the right dialect? And like the language and all that stuff, and like even like that's why I'm that's... so excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, holy fuck! It's gonna be the most authentic fucking Viking movie ever made. Yeah, so a revenge film about Vikings. So yeah, so I mean, I really like this this trailer. I mean, not the trailer, the poster here because Whoa. yeah, I almost said trailer. We haven't got a trailer it just yet. Is <laughs> you're like, there's a trailer. Well, you, you lead with that, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the poster. Uh, but this poster, very minimalist. says, written and directed by Robert Eggers, and it has the cast in the front here. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, Anna Taylor-Joy, uh, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke right now. Fucking stacked. And it's and just... you didn't even see Dafoe. No. In Lighthouse. I didn't. Dude, I still don't know what the fuck that movie was. I don't 50 know. 50 views later. I don't know. I haven't watched but it he yet. Does, he doesn't spill shit on his movies till they're no. out. No, and that's why I like, I like, I like, and not even that, but like what I said jokingly was like the dude's attention to detail, you know, is, is crazy. It was it's so crazy. Level. Yeah. He's just some uh, a monster. Like I know, you know, every, and everybody puts him out because they came out around the same time with Aster. But I feel like Eggers edges him out. He surpasses Aster yeah. easily. Uh, it says the Northman arrives in theaters beginning April twenty second of twenty twenty two. I wonder what he's gonna do for color in this one because the last one was black and white, and he loved. I remember and reading. He shot that on cameras from that time era. Yeah, I remember hearing that he was like, 
I've always dreamt of using the suit, the 35 millimeter, like, aspect to cut everything. And uh, I loved it. I've, I'm in love with it. So, I mean, the picture of the poster is in black and white. Um, I wouldn't mind it to be in black and white, but... You need to see what he can do with black and white. You need to watch the fucking lighthouse. All right, so maybe by by April twenty second. Because even his black and white is like phenomenal. Yeah. See, the that's cover, the thing. The shading that he chooses, the lighting for it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people don't get like you can just like shoot everything like lit up like regular like like how you would light up like for a color. Um, but black and white, yeah, like you said, takes a different like because you have to realize that like you you have to pay attention to midtones in that dark in the darkness in the grays in the whites. So like it's a lot of different lighting that you wouldn't use for like say a color film. So it's like you know, and that's how like like I've seen a lot of black and white movies before, you know, and a lot of them more rely on natural lighting than say like you know you can play there's a lot more shadow implication and you can play a little bit more with that yeah so all right i'll 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 check it out because i I, you're right i'm doing i know i'm doing myself a disservice by not having watched the the lighthouse in my opinion one of the best performances that willem dafoe has ever done yeah and it sold me on Pattinson being Batman. Okay. Fucking Edward can act. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the Northman Eggers coming soon. Uh, all right. Boners. Huh? Boners. 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 So, um, a man, right? Uh, attacked by 20. Can you guess what kind of, kind of things? Turkeys. Close. Otters. Uh, He was bitten 26 times. Quote, I thought I was going to die. So. (laughs) The little flippers were going everywhere. So it says here, uh, uh, a Singapore resident was hospitalized after he was attacked by a gang of otters who reportedly bit him over and over. So again, dude, shout out to whoever. Dude, it's the same dude, Ben Cost. Same fucking guy. Opening line. This is gonna become a segment on here. What's Ben Cost up to? Same line. Uh, opening line. That otter hurt. Good lord. Pay that man his money, man. So it says uh, was hospitalized after a bizarre animal attack. Uh, he said, I actually, this is him talking. Uh, I actually thought I was going to die and they were going to kill me, says British native Graham George Spencer. Uh, he told the Straits Times of the utterly frightening encounter, which occurred November 30th. Hey, that's my birthday. Uh, while he was strolling the Singapore Botanic Gardens with a friend. So Spencer, who's in his 60s, was reportedly, reportedly approaching the visitor center when he spotted about. 20 otters crossing a dimly lit path in front of him. He claimed it was the first time he had seen the mustelids in the area despite taking his morning walks there for five months. He's the first time he ever ran into this gang. Um, so he says the animal encounter went south after a, a jogger ran through the pack 
causing the fish eaters to go, you know, crazy like dogs and to try to bite the passerby. They set their sights on Spencer, who believed they mistook him for the runner. So it's a case of mistaken identity, bro. That's crazy. That's fucking insane. So the ordinary otters reportedly hit him all up in the ankles, pushed him down, and leaped on top of him, uh, then proceeded to bite the pro man. Hold on. They took the man down. Yeah. That's what that's what Ben said. Uh, so they uh, leaped on top of him and then proceeded to bite the pro man around his legs, his shoes, his buttocks, and then one even took his finger. Uh, so I was bitten 26 times in 10 seconds. Salvation came after the victim's friend, who was about 15 paces away, and I counted. Came uh, over and just picked the otters up and fucking moved them from him. He's like, dude, just get up. Oh. Uh, so uh, he ran up to him screaming and yelling in an attempt to scare the hairy hooligans away. Uh, the cantankerous creatures ceased the attack, allowing Spencer to get up and make a break for it. The pair then ran for the visitor center. So uh, Spencer's wounds... They look so infected. <laughs> I don't know if Spencer's going to make it because these fucking wounds. Dude, look it up. Go, look up Spencer, Graham George Spencer Otters. And then look at the pictures of his wounds. He ain't gonna make it, bro. There's one in there that looks like it looks like it has a cream filling with a scab on it. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna He's gonna lose that leg. Look yeah. at them otters. Look at the to go below to the otters running. <laughs> that's uh that's imagine the center. That, imagine twenty six of those things coming at you. Have you ever heard the noise they make? No, I'm sure it's not it's, nice. No, it's like a fucking weird like what are you gonna like it's like a it's like a fucking like what's up brother so like 26 of them and they're like there he is they're secretly, they're secretly badasses yeah. that work together yeah. it's like there he is fucker and then they fucking jumped him they beat him dude imagine that if they put Timberlands to you fucking 26 otters just fucking stomped little, little slapping you with their fist 26 otters stomped this dude out and one of them, a couple of them were biting his ankles like bitch <laughs> You gonna lose that leg Dude Aren't those like so infected Looking like yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck Yeah so Oh well this ain't the first time Cause we're gonna continue uh, It says uh, In the years documenting the otters behavior they, They've never heard of such an uh, Aggressive attack So some uh, incredulous researcher However people who go to the park Say that these motherfuckers are always attacking shit. Uh, in nineteen, uh, in two thousand nineteen, a man was forced to rescue his dog from the pack of vicious river otters. This so, is our hood. Pretty much, we pretty, run shit. We run shit in this bitch. Fucking yeah. So that's fucked up. You know what else is fucked up? A broken toilet on SpaceX. Where are they pooing? Uh, they're stuck using diapers. <laughs> oh my god, what a terrible scenario. Yeah, so, yeah, they said, uh... Oh, that's like... 
I can't think of a worst case scenario in zero gravity that the fucking toilet's broken. Yeah, toilet's broken, and now you have to shit your pants. Now you gotta shit your pants. Imagine trying to change your own diaper and fucking floating around. Well, first of all, I have a question, right? So, do they already have the diapers on? Like, is that a thing? Like, we're. Yeah, they just kind of throw it out and jump on it, like Michael J. Fox on the hoverboard. <laughs> because I'm trying to figure out, like, is like, do they go, okay, pack of diapers, okay, in case the shitter breaks, we'll just throw these on, and then like one day they so woke up. That's a thing. They had to have the diapers on there. Yeah, they had to, because they, they're up there. It's not like they're like, hey, Rob, can you run to the store and get us diapers? Because. <laughs> Send us up a rocket full of families. Yeah, on our way. We'll be there in about three weeks. It's just a fucking event horizon of shit and piss. They're floating around fucking smacking it away from him. It's like, what's up with his eyes? It's like, we don't need him. Wait, what going. happens when they run out of diapers? That's it. It's just event horizon, bro. What are you going to and it's just fucking. It's just gonna be fucking transmissions. Like he's shitting everywhere. It's like I'm sorry. Oh man, this so. guy just fucking motorboating by in the background. <laughs> what? What do you want me to do? I had this shit. So what? Fuck you. Fuck you. We ran out of diapers. I already used the fucking the helmet. <laughs> it's fucking chock full of. Oh, man. But, yeah, broken toilet. Come on, man. We got to do better for these fucking astronauts. Man. We can't send them up there. In there's... space, no one can hear you flush. That's right. So. Is it just me? And I think we've made this observation, but there's a lot of Amityville, huh? Amityville. They like to throw that word in the title of things just to no. get it to move. Okay. Maybe we should do one. Like, That's what I take that ploy as. Like, we should do one. Like, Amityville Circus. Amityville. Amityville Rim Job. Yeah. Amityville Devil's Playground. Am- yeah, because the Amityville anything. You put Amityville Amity- in front of anything. Amityville. fans will watch it. Like, Amityville Popeye. Spoon. <laughs> Pie- Amityville Popeye. Popeye. Don't forget to hit up Woochie.com for pro-quality prosthetics and SFX makeup all year round. Use special discount code MANDYSTRANGE for 15% off your entire order. That's M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E for 15% off your order. And now for our feature presentation.
queda a cargo de todo. Dale, no, apure. Ya empezó la película. Hay noches en que puedes estar tranquilo, que no pasa absolutamente nada. En cambio, de pronto, sabes. Te encontrás con una situación como esta. Sí, todo es impredecible. Todo está normal. Maloco de mierda. ¿Quién está matando a todos los muchachos? El asesino come ojos se parece a Mr. Jingles del programa Historia de Horror Americano. ¡Corre que te comer culo! The last matinee. Al morir la matinee. Is a 2020 Spanish language horror film directed by Maximiliano Contenti. An international co-production of Uruguay y Argentina. It premiered in Uruguay. In September 27. Oh, fuck. All right. I feel like I'm doing one of those school programs. Yeah. It, it sounds... It's, it's going to sound like like we're punching in, like, when the, someone's name's been taken out. This is the fucking point. Yeah, so one time I was with Billy. <laughs> All right, so uh, on a stormy night in Montevideo... In 1993, an engineering student named Anna takes over the duties of her father, a projectionist and a declining movie theater, uh, due to his ill health. Unbeknownst to her, the audience watching the film that she is running are being murdered by black-gloved killer. It's a soaking wet day with rain pouring down. And one of the, the best things to do is go seek refuge in a great old cinema. So murder on the loose. Uh, so the last matinee, it's got a lot of uh, people in it. Um, some of them I'm not familiar with. Probably all of them. Uh, so <laughs> Asesino Come Ojos. Everyone. I don't know who anyone is. So the main guy, the, the killer, Asesino Come Ojos, uh, is played by Ricardo Islas. Islas. Um, so, I mean, we could click on him. Let's see where he's... Uh, he was in 2005, um, Night Fangs, uh, The Day of the Dead in 2007, and The Sacrifice in 2015. So, The Day of the Dead, is that? No, no, that's not The Day of the Dead. I'm going to bet that a lot of these are over there, Market. <laughs> yeah, over, over there, Market. At least for now. Um, if, they, if they start now, they're on my radar, they're on your radar, Mandy's radar. Um, because they... They're not in the movie. They're not throwaway characters. So like, no, they're stars. Yeah, they're stars in this movie. So we got Anna, played by Luciano Grasso, a bunch of other dudes. Esteban, uh, which I thought his death was uh, not the most like heinous or anything, but it was the most like preventable. <laughs> which is uh, it's the guy that falls down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Um, no. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so it's got a, a good cast. So I would check the, check out their work. Um, if you like the international market, um, they got a lot of good stuff out there. Like the, the zombie, the Day of the Dead. That's a zombie movie. Um, but oh really? I couldn't tell. Um, so we had brought this up a while back. I think when we saw like the poster or something like that, we're like, that kind of looks cool. It had like that the '80s like synth pop fucking like horror pop fucking music yeah. to it and we're like okay and uh, i think by then we didn't have too much info and then it just boom popped out and you guys saw it on the arrow arrow app it on the arrow app yeah and then you're like oh this movie was another reason to get it yeah this movie was uh pretty that's, good that's why we got it <laughs> that's why we got it yeah, Mandy, Mandy right? Mandy was like, I want to watch this movie. Where is it? And that was the only place it was going to be on. Yeah. And it went, it's not out yet. And then I dove into the app. Dove head first. Um, all right. So, you know, you know what we're going to ask. Is this Was this movie awesome? 100%. Yeah, I agree. Completely satisfied with this movie. <laughs> you said this movie was awesome. Um, and we sought it out. Uh, we kind of had an idea of what we were getting into um but like right away stylized love the colors um even though it was like it started on a dreary day it still had like vibrancy to it because like the storefronts had you know the neon colors and all that stuff and then like right away we get the weirdo in the car with the jar full of olives and he eats one and then he puts on the gloves as soon as he put on the black gloves i was like oh here we go here we go. And, uh, you know, because, like, I'm a fan of, like, you know, some of the Giallo stuff and, uh, you know, Suspiria. And we were, I think we we had talked off, um, not recording, just regular conversation. Friends, you know, we're friends, so we call each other on the phone. And uh, eh, when you answer, that's right, when you answer. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you were saying to me one day, Cause we were going back and forth like Dario, Fulci, um, and then like so. This falls to me. I don't know. What do you think this falls? I felt like this was kind of like uh, in between both worlds and even like even more modernized um, telling. Uh, I mean, my opinion. We shouldn't be asking if this movie is awesome. If we should, be, we should be asking if is this movie Jallo? Yeah, yeah. Because it this is a hundred percent a worship film. Yeah. Of uh, both of those, I mean, both those guys are known for many different uh, horror styles, but these are like the fathers. Yeah, they're part of like the they're part of the circle jerk, if you will, into the vial that created uh, the giallo genre yeah. of Italian horror. Yeah, keep wanting to call it jello. Jello, because it's so like red. There's always room for it. Yeah. I say it to Mandy every time because we're going to bed and I'm like, I'm putting on a Jallo and she goes, I'm going to sleep. And I go, it's always room for Jallo. She's sick of that chip. <laughs> I was sick of, shut up, goddammit. <laughs> so, I mean, so like, so like that answers the question of what drew the, what drew us to this because, you know, like you're, you're, the you're trailer. a fan. Yeah, the trailer um, and then the initial thoughts and then like have it to be fallen in that that genre of like that slow there's still like a slow mystery 
Because, like, at one point, like, I, for me personally, I wanted, it felt like this movie could have ran a little longer. I mean, it was an hour and 28 minutes, but I meant, and that, when I say longer, I meant to say faster. But even once I, I felt like the movie didn't really get going until about yeah. five minutes into yeah. it. And that's what I was like, because, like, and I get that, because, like, Suspiria, the whole, like, there's there's a lot of slow stuff and then it fucking goes bananas and this is exactly what this movie did um where it set up the characters you know the the kids uh the 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 anna taking over for her father who's upstairs smoking cigarettes sneaking cigarettes by the way when he shouldn't be um and then the kid the little kid staying behind the ornery fucking old man not wanting to leave Poor kid got more than he bargained for with that movie. Yeah, at one point, he pissed his his, his pants from the movie he was watching. Because that was the other thing I wanted to bring up. It felt like we were watching two movies at the same time because I was also watching. You the know movie. what? I'm glad you brought that up because I want to watch the movie that they were watching. Yeah, and then they I were watching an American film because it had subtitles in Spanish. Yeah, and American actors and all that stuff, but like. Let me see here. I'm going to bring this up because I could have sworn and maybe I was wrong, but I think that and that could be another movie because we've seen that before where like the same group shoots a different mini movie for inside the movie, you know, um, but I think I saw that. So it says it features Frankenstein Day of the Beast, which came out in 2011 Um and it's Wait, an, actual, an actual movie. It's an actual movie by Ricardo Islas, which plays the killer. So come on, yeah. So Inception, Inception. <laughs> Inception yeah, we're gonna watch this movie now. So we got to put it on. Uh, you can watch it on Con TV. It says here, but let me click on Watch More Options. Um, Screenbox Tubi. It's on Tubi. So uh, Frankenstein, Day of the Beast. So so that movie's playing on there. So like the kids, that's what I thought because it was like like a lot of subgroups type of deal because you had the couple that was kind of like I didn't understand that part of it, which like I felt like you talk about the random hand job growth yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, where it's like the biggest fucking load on the front of the fucking stonewashed jeans I've ever seen in a movie. When that dude stood up, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but I was like, eh, I'll allow it. Um, fucking, yeah, so like, I didn't understand that, but it felt like it was supposed to be kind of like just a peek into like them living their lives like outside of the theater. Like, this is how they would be anywhere where they were type of deal like that lady would be overly sexual with that guy and he'd be timid no matter where they were same thing with the kids like it could be the mall they would still be like oh look at that girl blah blah blah. and then the little kid trying to sneak in and do things that little kids are not supposed to do and then the the old man just complaining anywhere it just happened to be a movie theater you know what i mean yes so my whole thing with the killer, right? I had an uh, I had a thing with the killer though because they fucked him up 
at one point, right? Because then it flips, because then it becomes kind of like a final two girls for a minute. Yeah. Final two girls for a minute. And uh, which I thought well, her death, her death was the best to me. Um, because he just fucking smashed her fucking head with projected but anyways um did you feel like with the killer did you feel like that they took him out of the shadows and like showed you a little bit too much of him and that's like more the modern twist on the giallo you get what i'm, I'm saying sure. that's why I, I think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna come from a different angle than you and yeah. I actually liked that. You did? Okay. I liked that aspect that they just brought him like, I mean, essentially it was just a random killer Yeah. that happened to go to this place. Yeah. And they just kept the randomness in it where it didn't matter if they showed you his face. They took that whole whodunit yeah. with that move. Yeah. Because now we know it's nobody that was there. It was just a random slag. This movie was like a hybrid giallo slasher. Yeah. Because I thought that just kind of made him a little bit more intense to me. Yeah. That we were able to put a face to it while he was still doing shit. Yeah. And that's, I appreciated that because like to piggyback off of what you said, um, while I still was like, uh, I would have rather, because it's it's always the flash of the knife going in and they they had that they had that um but then like towards the end when they show you where he's unhinged he's got the jar full of eyeballs with the fucking teeth and he takes the bite and it gets a little more gruesome for the people involved you know what i mean like right. like now this is a guy and they beat him up and they hit him with the fucking thing which i thought i was laughing when she like blasted him in the face with the fire signature and he's like mm. and I was like, That's it, that's all it takes to fucking like a blast of the fucking fire signature to the but then no, he fucking you know Oh well, he killed over. Yeah. But um I mean the movie was had a lot of things to it. And did you notice? And I was like the fake like dollar store pushing tip knife. Yeah. <laughs> now, to me, I felt like modeled after an Italian knife. Yeah, but but I'm saying like, do you think? Because I'm like, all right, I have that same knife somewhere in the drawer here, like for Not like everybody has that. Yeah, pushing. Yeah. So like, do you think that that was like a haha? Uh, I don't know. I took it as it's supposed to be the traditional okay. knife from Italy. <laughs> I said, okay, these guys know. That it was a dagger. I was like, these guys know that we could see that. I think they put that shit in there on like, because it's. I mean, clearly not a real knife. Yeah, because immediately like that scene when I first noticed it was in the bathroom when that kid with the cum stain fucking gets killed yeah. and. He stabs him in the heart and it goes right in. And I was like, I saw the magic already. I know it just, yeah. I know it just went in. Like, and you're just bursting. Sprint loaded, your son's a. Like you said, it took off about 25 minutes. 
uh, where they had to set it everything spent up. Spent a lot of time on character development. Yeah. Um, now believability on this, I believe that this can happen. I mean, Knife we'd attack. be lying to ourselves if we said there hasn't, there isn't violence in movie theaters. Yeah, a violent knife attack in a movie theater, that can happen. I mean, not to the extent of like fucking eyeballs getting eaten with butter and. Salt well, this on. guy had this guy apparently had time. Well, it wasn't packed, thankfully for him. Because and did you notice that he stopped the girl twitching to like not draw attention? I thought it was a nice yep. touch, where he was yes. like, "Relax, no one's gonna know you got a fucking rebar." Face. Yep. But uh, uh, the effects. Let's get to the effects. Um, what did you think of the effects? I found the effects to be a very healthy mix of. Uh, Hyperviolent realism, but with that B grade kind of attitude towards it. Yeah. Modern horror, like violent. Yeah. But the way that they do everything in it is very like B grade horror. Um, if that makes sense to you. No, it does. Totally makes sense because like. Uh, the scene where the, the guard or the security guard or whatever he was supposed yep. to be that scene when he gets taken in through the fucking the doorway and he gets his fucking throat slit and it's just like the smoke from his breathing into the like amazing touch yeah, I was like this is fucking awesome and then I was like the the breath the cold the, like the, the coldness of the, the and the heat meet, meeting together and like the blood, I was just like, this is a cool fucking scene effect, like the whole thing, like fucking. Awesome. I felt like the majority of the, the the not not the majority of the kills. This had some choice kills in it. Some of it they kept kind of basic Jalo style, where it was just getting stabbed with a knife. You said with the rebar, that rebar death. Yeah, where, he's like, where he takes the two people making out and he fucking shish kebabs them. Yeah, through the. Face. I thought that was great, and it had that Italian, that Italian giallo, uh, that soundscape to it. You know that that's right. something I, I've come to learn about Italian horror is everything sloppy. Yeah, that mush. Sloppy sounding and crunchy and like it's just the and it's almost like they're 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 uh doing the sound right underneath the condenser mic like it's so up front yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's not natural to what's happening on the screen it's almost on top of it yeah yeah to make it really in your face no 100 percent. that was uh yeah like you said choice kills like the uh projector death was one of my favorites uh, I thought that was a really awesome done shot, how yeah. it was doing the blood getting shot against the lens, so it's making it, like, rain down the screen. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the security guard death. And then, then the preventable death. You get to die because yeah. you fucking tripped over your own foot, fat, so. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it was, yeah, that's the thing. It was, like, such a fucking fat move. <laughs> oh, my God. I would like to think that me, my pudgy self, could get away from a guy like that. Because I got no. no wait, I can't. I can't. My bad. I got bad feet. I got a bad foot. 
You got the planter's peanuts. You can't run from Fuck, anybody. Man, I'm fucked. I'm first to die. Fucking kill me. Fucking kill me. Nah, I'm the. You used to be on my zombie team <laughs> in recent time. Recent. That went down. That's just. You're you're just a stop for me to fucking pillage on my yeah. way now. Don't worry about him. He's got a boot. Yeah, don't worry about him. Nah, but uh, yeah, but uh, I got moved down the uh the the, the fucking speed dial for Je- like Je- Jerry Seinfeld episode when he was. I may or may not pick you up if I see you. Fucking you got the goddamn down the road like Super got, Mario Brothers. I got a bo- I got water in the boot, Ryan. Please give me a ride. I got water in the boot. Give me the water. So, give me the water you. first. Give me the water yeah. first. Bro, give me your stuff. I need your stuff on here to help you up. Yeah. Bye. Wait. Take your boots. It's a weapon. You can fashion it into like a fucking arm piece. <laughs> this is good metal. <laughs> Next time you see me, I, I got no foot, right? I got a fucking zombie leg attached to it, tied to it. <laughs> and you're walking on a shotgun like a crutch. Yeah. And I'm like, Mr. Corn. No, get back here. <laughs> Mr. Ryan, you remember me? It's like, what? I don't, I recognize the voice. I just take off like, like your arm piece. A fucking second layer of skin. <laughs> I got baby Huey hair with just one little patch on the top. <laughs> I am the cannibal kid. Yeah. Fucking and and it's adding to the legacy this movie of that genre. So I'm happy to see that, you know, and it's Spanish, so whoop whoop. I think I think uh, even Mandy posted on Instagram that uh, uh, like Maligna who? Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I I messaged her. Hey, and she said yeah. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I mean, I still think Maligna is a different take on on that, and that that was more of a. But this see, was, but now looking at this, this was better. Yeah, now looking if we put last matinee. Or uh, as uh, as it's better known, Al Moril, La Matinee, um, next to Malignant, also known as Malignant. <laughs> um, also known as James Wan's Malignant. James Wan's Malignant. Malignant was definitely just a brush. Yeah. If you if you put both these movies like Last Matinee is in the lane. Malignant was like. Hey, I appreciate that genre. Here's a little touch of it. But um yeah, no, I I I fucking loved it. I loved it. It was good. Uh once I got through with the pacing and I remember like what I'm watching, that's what it was. I'm like, okay, this is not I got to give this time like I do all the other ones. But Arrow video app. Uh you could if you got Roku, it's boom, you just type it in and it pops up the whole app. Um, yeah, uh, we also figured out that you can install it on fire on your video game systems. Oh, video games too. We have it on the Xbox in the, in the living room. Oh wow! I put it on my Fire Stick. It's a little more universal than we thought. Yeah, it was. yeah. We thought it was going to sure. be just a yeah, just a Roku man. app for four ninety nine, bro. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. That's less than a fucking Happy Meal. <laughs> That's less than a Happy Meal, bro. Right. Yes. 
right? Is this, I mean, I don't even. How much are Happy Meals nowadays? I don't know. I have. I, they don't fill me. Uh, <laughs> they don't fill me up. <laughs> yeah, let me make make that three. You put a Big Mac in that and a large fry, but give me give me the chalky milk. Yeah, you know, give me the chalky milk and the chicky nuggets and the Big Mac. You're <laughs> big bag. I'm sir, a big boy. Sir, this you want the big kids meal? Yeah, big bag. Put the toy in it. You don't got no don't grown up me, toys? No color book. Give me the knife. I want a knife. Yeah. You guys don't have the brass knuckles no more? Yeah. All Apparently right. You went, you went to the inner city McDonald's. Yeah. Hey, my husband oh, got another heroin needle. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, nah, man. Oh, shit. All right. So the last matinee, 2020. Um, uh, and then also go check out that other movie, the freaking Frankenstein movie on Tubi, uh, Day of the Beast, Frankenstein Day like, of the We're going to have to watch it and come back yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. And be like, hey, that killer, he made, a, he made another movie. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so did you before we wrap up? So, there was some, um, remember in the beginning of the movie, like it played where like the kid there was like some, uh, with the with the gumballs falling down, yes, and then at the end of the movie, it was the eyeballs, the eyeballs. falling down, but then it was the kid watching it now continuation that's i kind of almost took that as that's a is that like a, a is that a born moment like a like a friday the, or like a like the halloween with the fucking no no no, no! yeah so i was like hmm did we just birth a future I'm hoping so. Black Glove. I will watch more of these. Yeah, because I mean, he 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 had a little fucking chocolate stain. He was a little shit. He pissed his pants. So like, you know, you watch people get decimated from in between the fucking buttered popcorn seeds. Like, you watch a a bad guy die a weird death on his knees, where he just stays there on his knees. I thought that was cool. I was like, why isn't why isn't he falling? <laughs> nope. You know why, right? No. Because all right, let's let's peek behind the curtain here real quick. If he fell forward, because if you notice that's a whole piece. If yeah. he really he would have would have went back and impaled him the wrong way. And then we would have had a real yeah. death on our hands. He could have fallen to his side. I don't want to hear I, it. Listen, I I feel like that might have been wicked uncomfortable because it looked, it, it looked, wasn't artistic enough. Yeah. I wanted to die of fucking uh, 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 a Romeo and Juliet He's not death. going down. That's what it means. Yeah, fucking a plague of both Michael your Miles houses. Won't let go of his knife. <laughs> oh, Mr. Jingles. That's all I could think of, but that's all right. With that, with that, it was cool. What was in the bag, though? Just his weapons of choice? All the weapons, right? All the things he was killing I people guess with. So I don't know. I was wondering if there was a a, a thing with the weapon. Like, jar. I thought, 
I was for sure going to think, and I felt like they might have written this into it because at one point it looked like she recognized the dude. Yeah. So I didn't know if, like, they did that and they shot it like that and then they took out that scene and then shot it like she didn't know him because she was like, do you know him? And then she was just, like, quiet. Remember that? Yeah. She didn't say anything, so I didn't know if, like... And then they just never acknowledged yeah. it again. So you I didn't... say this movie had a Goonies octopus moment? Yeah, so I didn't know if, like... The bag was like he was like a maintenance guy. Sick of this shit, you know, type of deal. Who knows? Maybe. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. All right, so let's wrap White it up, man. Hands. Oh, speaking of wrapping up, this is the last episode of this year. So thank you for. It's my third episode this year. <laughs> yeah, it's your third episode this year. But yeah, this is our kind of last matinee for the year, right? Yeah. So Mary. So Merry Merry Christmas if you're listening to this. Happy holidays. You can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Listen, this is this well, we do it. this is our last episode ever because Angel crossed the line. Merry Merry Christmas. Happy Three Kings Day. I don't know. What do you celebrate? <laughs> Merry Christmas, right? I, I mean, everybody. I no, know, no, no. All right. So let's cover like Ryan's right. Let's cover everybody. Uh, happy holidays. Merry, merry holiday. Happy non-denominational celebration with your family. <laughs> nah, fucking around. So, yeah. Thanks for a good year. Happy New Year. We'll be back and uh, go from there. Right. Maybe. But, but <laughs> baby. No, you're right, though. Maybe. I, who knows? Who knows? We, maybe we we fall down in the shower and. I can never talk again, and then Ryan goes on without me. These all sound things that might happen to you. You know, or like, no, I just said I can. Let's just take a tally here of who's finishing the year in one piece. Uh, You know, I could, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what these these test results fucking (laughs) come back with. But uh, I think that's (laughs) Merry, Merry Christmas. I don't know. All right, wrap it up, man. That's all we got. So if you want more madness, you can find us all on all your favorite streaming apps. Follow us, subscribe, and uh, leave a rating. Uh, and uh, don't forget that you can follow us on That Strange Show for all your social media platforms. I butchered the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Darkening Podcast Network, tell your friends. And remember, this joke. I forgot it.
in other words, a lot of people are becoming frightened and a lot of people will be more frightened. We haven't hit the white water yet. It's coming. 